Welcome to our Pearlside Small Group Leaders Podcast, where we help you to lead your small group. Um, my name is Billy Lyle. I'm one of the pastors here at Pearlside, and I have with me Pastor Russell Tolentino, who's our college and young adults pastor, as well as helps oversee a lot of our small groups and discipleship things that we do here at Pearlside. And uh, we're just going to dive into this week's guide to get you ready to lead your group this week. Um, the basic premise of this week's discussion is that God's love should transform us, right? And it, the way that He changes us is to make us more like Jesus Christ, specifically to make us more loving like he was. So just as Jesus loved God and loved others, that should be the goal for all of us in our own discipleship to Jesus. I think this is so significant because for a lot of people, religion or even Christianity is simply about attending church, learning stuff about the Bible, and maybe doing a few good deeds, but we often don't equate it to the way that we love God and the people that he's placed in our lives. And so becoming more loving in our relationships is the goal of discipleship, that we would look like Jesus in that way. And so, you know, you can see in your notes there that loving God and loving people is Jesus' goal for us. We are to love as he loved us, and we become more loving as we first reflect on God's love for us, right? He said, just as I have loved you, so you are to love one another. And love is the ultimate fruit of discipleship that will point other people to God. That as we love Him and love other people, and that's evident in our lives, it will point people to God. Because that's ultimately what this world needs more of, isn't it? Especially right now, is Christians to be more loving like Jesus. And we could start a revolution uh, in in our country, in our world of love, but it has to start, first of all, with us. And so that's the basic premise of this weekend's message. And then we move to our discussion questions down below. As you reflect on the main thought and passages of the weekend sermon, uh, what is the Lord highlighting to you and why? And so you might want to reflect, what has God been speaking to you about how maybe you can become more loving? Uh, What are some challenges to loving other people the way that God's loved you? I know one of the challenges that I've always had is people are hard to love, right, (laughs) at times. I know I'm hard to love, and so it's a choice that we have to make to love people. and it can be a very difficult thing. But you can move on to number question number two. How has God's love for you affected the way that you relate to other people, your friends, your enemies, etc.? So this is a reflection question on how, as you grew in God's love, how did it change you? So, Russell, you, you, want, you want to chime in there? How, how has God's love changed you and made you more loving? Yeah, um, you know, one of the things that people don't actually know about me is I'm highly introverted. Really? I'm always, yeah, I've been introverted my whole life. From the very beginning. I'm just um, kidding. I knew that. I just, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're an introvert as well. Yes. So it definitely is something we can relate on. Uh, but when I first started coming to small group and coming to church, it was actually very, caused a lot of anxiety for me to connect with people, meet new people, even go to a small group. That was a real um, kind of mm. fear-inducing moment uh, every time that I would step into you know, a small group setting. But every time I did having conversations with those in group and being able to share my story, it allowed Mm -hmm. um, the fear in me to subside Mm -hmm. and actually a lot of moments of healing, a lot of moments of breakthrough as as I was experiencing God's love through other people. And kind of growing in small group throughout the years, I've also realized the importance of me engaging others, whether it's classmates or coworkers or people that, you know, I've known throughout my life, knowing that God loves them and he's called me to love them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was always that narrative as an introvert. Do I really want to talk to this person? Do I really want to engage this person? Do I really want to hear their story or share my story with them? Uh, But again, knowing the power of God's love, how it's transformed me through relationship, I know it's my responsibility to be present in their life. Mm -hmm. Um, So even though I'm battling that narrative, I've chosen time and time again to talk to people, ask how they're doing, 
and just really allow God's love to flow through these conversations. You know what's great about that, Russell, is, you know, I know you're an extreme, kind of an extreme introvert. I'm an introvert, but you take it to another level, brother. (laughs) But what's great about that is you choose regularly to engage people, and that's love. And I think what's key about this is Jesus commands us to love, therefore we can do it. He doesn't say only extroverts do it, right? He says everybody, including introverts. So it's possible for us to overcome our own natural um, uh, pro- proclivities to practice this. And as you've done that, it's gotten easier over the years, hasn't it? Yeah, it's gotten easier. But I think beyond that, um, my life has been transformed by hearing stories of other people mm-hmm. as well. Um, the beauty of engaging those that are far from God or growing in their walk with God, asking questions, you know, hearing what God is doing in their life, it actually edifies you too yeah. and it strengthens your faith. It encourages you. So as much as it's me taking a step, coming out of my introvertness to engage people, it's actually a blessing in many ways because I'm growing by stepping out in faith and listening to what God is calling me and to And that's do. huge. So as we take these steps of faith and obedience to choose to love other people, God shapes us in the yes. process to actually become different to become more like Jesus in the process. And that's so huge. You know, I think I think we want to make everyone feel comfortable and understand, that, hey, this isn't an easy thing necessarily. Uh, it's a choice that we have to make. But as we do that, God will form us through our choosing to love others and extend ourselves uh, as worship to God is ultimately what it is. Um, that might be something that you, you would share. Think about maybe how you struggle, you know, and as you share how you struggle to love others, that might open others to share how they struggle as well. And if you move on to question number three there, how should God's love for you change the way that you relate to people in your life right now? So the last question was, how has it changed you? And this question is asking, how do we need to apply this going forward, right? So what changes do you need to make to love others with Christ's love? And maybe that's where you share of a challenging relationship in your life. Maybe a coworker that's difficult to love or a boss or, you know, whatever. And as we confess that and talk about that, maybe we will pray for each other towards the end about God to empower us to do that. Russell, any thoughts on how you would address this third question here? Yeah, I think for me personally, it's always remembering where I was before God's love truly transformed my life. And he's constantly transforming my life every single day. So as much as different people in my life might be difficult to love, I, as you mentioned earlier, possibly I'm hard to love. And remembering that constantly, that God loves me despite how I am, actually encourages me to continue to see people the way that Christ sees me. And if he sees me in love, then I need to choose to see them in love as well. And... I I definitely want to say that the difficult relationships that we have in our life isn't just to just bum us out or make us feel bad about things that we're going through, but it really does allow God's grace to come into our working place, Uh come into our relationships, come into our families, come into our households, uh, so that we can truly be the examples of God's love that he's called us to be here on earth in a time where the world desperately needs to see authentic, God-loving, and life-giving people. So your application would be to reflect on God's love for you yes. in order to love the difficult people in your yes, life. That's absolutely. great, Russ. And you know, I think that's for all of us. And so small group leaders, as we uh, wrap up this week's discussion, let's, let's pause. The prayer point, the first one there is pray for one another to begin loving others with Christ's love. And maybe that would be a prayer point where I'll, I'll say, you know, I, I need help to remember God's love for me when my boss is saying things or doing things or this person is doing things. I need more grace to love that person or to whatever it is. Or maybe I need to share the gospel with my coworker, you know, and let's pray for that. And then number two, pray for one unreached friend or family member or even an enemy 
that, that uh, God will give you an opportunity to demonstrate and share his love with them this week. And let's, let's really pause there because relationships are tough. But if we can apply God's love to our lives and choose to love, then God can take our relationships from broken to blessed. And we can see the Lord working in and through us to make our world a little bit better. Amen. Well, thank you so much, small group leaders, for all that you guys do. You guys are awesome. Uh, you're the real heroes here. And uh, we just pray that God m- makes a, a fruitful small group come out of this, where we encourage and inspire one another to love as Jesus loved us. Have a great week. God bless you. We love you. <laughs>